So, how loyal are you? Are you a believer? A true believer? A fanboy? Okay, a fangirl? In most cases, price doesn't even fit into the question. What the hell am I blabbering about this time? Well, we're talking brand loyalty. It's going to be a marketing extravaganza. How much do you have? Well, I know how much you may have, why you have it, why you stop having it, and maybe even, eh, I don't know, why you've listened to more than one episode of this podcast known as Street Curb Curiosity. Ah, this is going to be a rant. Now look, I usually explain why I do a specific topic or subject or why I rant about something. Well, let me tell you. I've been a loyal customer to a certain mobile phone carrier now for like 30 years. And along the way, I had another carrier make me really a tempting offer since I'm so freaking old. That's a future podcast anyway. But anyway, so I call my carrier and I say, hey, you know, what can we do to lower my monthly bill? Because these other guys made me kind of a, like a pretty cool offer. Now, this may sound harsh, but the rep lied to me, just out and out lied to me. A few calls later, I finally got a manager basically say, yeah, look, the rep, well, you know, they kind of really over-exaggerated and they made you promises we can't keep. Uh, and so we're going to fix it for you. I think my bill actually went up, but everybody along the, shall we say, customer journey, they offered me $10 off, $20 off, $50 off my bill, you know, for like a one-time thing, because we don't want to lose you, we love you, blah, 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 blah. You know, I'm loyal. Well, just tell me the best you can do. And yes, I'm thinking of switching. Any carrier suggestions? <laughs> so a podcast this time about brand loyalty. I don't know. The way I look at it, you give money to a company for 30 years. Yes, they're giving you service, but you're a customer for 30 years and they screw you. It's not really even being screwed. It's more like, you know, they're just taking the money and they kind of lie to you to get you to shut up. So it's really somebody else's problem in their organization. Do you stay? You know, you know staying with a company or even with a person who doesn't even appreciate you is loyalty? Not really. It's stupidity. But back to brands. Brand loyalty. You know, the holy grail of, of the best minds in marketing and advertising, it's brand loyalty. How do I get you to just want to use us? How loyal are you? Well, you know, the marketing data heads say that you're going to remember maybe about three brands per vertical. Yeah, per the kind of service that you're looking for. Some people, a little bit more, of course, but uh, you know, you're really going to just buy from the top two or three for any product or service. Uh, Pepsi or Coke, Ford or Chevy, Burger King or McDonald's, Bud or Miller, Apple or Microsoft, Democrat or Republican, FedEx, UPS, Domino's, Pizza Hut. There were so many duopolies. Yes, there's really two, and they kind of bounced off of each other. And this list can go on and on and on and on. There's a few monopolies, Google, Netflix, Amazon, Facebook, but there's so much more competition out there now. Like, you know, look at burgers, McDonald's and Burger King, right? Ah, add five guys, Wendy's, In-N-Out Burger, Whataburger, Sonic, Fat Burger, Shake Shack, BurgerFi, Culver's, Carl's Jr., White Castle, and those are only the big names. And there's still other big chains. I'm not talking about the local places. I'm talking about the big chains. And then there's some other standalone names like uh, Lululemon, Harley, Davidson, Nike, Starbucks, Ikea, the car I drive, Mini Cooper, 
Mini Cooper fans out there, yes, but maybe, I don't know, you like Honda, you like Toyota, you like BMW. I dealt with, no, strike that, I fostered this mentality for over 40 years, 40 years of my career. Today, uh, I don't know, I was a brand snob, I really was in most cases. Now I can honestly say that, well, I'm really aware or brand loyal to two, maybe three brands that I really would not switch from. You really want to know who they are? Okay, here we go. Number one, Apple. Brooks for running shoes and Wawa for coffee. Maybe a few not as strong, not deal breakers. How about you? I mean, are you as loyal as a dog to whatever brands you buy? Clothing, booze, cars, coffee, restaurants. Speaking of restaurants, do you notice that you order and eat the same thing at that restaurant you go to all the time? It's all psychology. You go to different restaurants for different meals. So why are we loyal? All the studies, it's not the price. In some cases it is, but it's really not the price. We like the prestige. We like the rewards. We like the awards. 75%, three out of four people expect rewards. In the business world, most business comes from existing customers. Ask anybody in sales. Have you ever had a meeting, a very painful sales meeting, all about customer retention. Oh, God, that was such a pain in the ass. Been there, O-U-C-H. I hated those conversations. But why that focus? Well, if a company can increase a customer retention by 5%, profits can jump anywhere from about 25% to 95%. You want to keep the customers that you have. Yeah, so I told you my three, Apple, Wawa, and Brooks Running Shoes. Those are the three that are, are, are non-negotiables for me. How about you? Which brands are you loyal to? Here's a very interesting brand new stat, 2021 stat. Do you know 77% of all brands could disappear tomorrow? That's like eight out of 10 can disappear tomorrow and nobody would care. You just don't care. You got a few things you're really, really loyal to, and you might move on because of price or you know, convenience, or whatever. People think brands get them, understand them, and that's why they buy them. Half of the people don't think brands, however, live up to the expectations that they have. You build up the hype, you better live up to it. If you make promises, keep them. And you need to make big promises to get people to want to stay with you. And pay attention here, new marketing types. There are three degrees or really like levels of brand loyalty. There is brand recognition, brand preference, and brand insistence. Now, I'll use one of my faves again, like Wawa Coffee for this one. Okay, you know the name. You like it. I see Wawa. Yeah, yeah I'm going to go in. Coffee, why not? That, my friend, is brand recognition. Now, I'm on a block with a Dunkin' Donuts. Sorry, it's Dunkin' now. Starbucks, Dunkin', and a Wawa. My preference is Wawa. So that's brand preference. And brand insistence, look, I am not having coffee there's no way, I'm not drinking anything else, there's no Wawa nearby, so I'm going to go without my coffee today. Oh, and for you long-term thinkers, customer spending hits a high about three years into the customer life cycle. That's the sweet spot. You get them in, thousand days down the road, these people love you, they're going to keep buying from you, if they are loyal. You, as a brand, have to live up to expectations. Actually, you really have to surpass expectations, surprise the customer, delight the customer. As Ben Franklin once said, well done is better than well said. 
One method that always comes to mind is what Amazon did to me a few years ago. This just kind of blew me away. And when you step back away from it, you're kind of like, this is stupid simple, but boy, it works. Now, I'm not even sure if they still do this, but you order something on Amazon. We all have done it. Well, most of us have done it. And it's going to be delivered on Wednesday. Okay. Okay. So that's fine. So like, okay, you're going to get whatever you bought on Wednesday. But then you get a text out of the blue that says, hey, we're going to be able to deliver it a day early. You're going to get your purchase on Tuesday. It's going to arrive early. And you're like, wow, that's really cool. Huh? They surprised you. They beat your expectation. No extra money, nothing changed, no drama of any kind, but somebody's going to do something for you that you know you you didn't really expect. And it's going to be really nice. You got a smile on your face now. I've seen this with a couple of different companies. Uh, you know, I've seen some places where they actually lower the price after you've made the purchase. You know, you buy something for, you know, $29.95 and then you suddenly get the text or the email, hey, we found it for you for $24.95. That's better than a, we're going to, if you buy today, you're going to get an extra five bucks off. They do it after the purchase and you just feel all nice and warm and fuzzy about it. You know, there, there was a famous restaurant, I think it was an Indian restaurant that would call out and order a burger from another place for a person at a, at a dinner party. Because, well, that one person didn't want Indian food, but they wanted to make the person feel good. Yeah, we'll get the burger in here for you. The ice cream man at the Four Seasons in Chicago. You know, you need that hot fudge sundae. They've got that hot fudge sundae sitting there waiting for you. Look it up, the Four Seasons in Chicago. My brand, well, you know what? I used to be, you got to go back. I used to be a big Windows guy, Microsoft guy. I was a huge Nokia guy. Apple won me over, and I have zero desire to switch back. You can tell me all about the Android bullshit and how the phones are cheaper sometimes and blah, 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 blah. Apple has just won me over. They, they exceed my expectations and have on many times and many occasions. Oh, back in the beginning, I was a Gateway fan. Give me the cow box. And then I went to Dell. I was a huge Dell fan. Sony as well, too. But now... MacBook Air, give me my iPhone, it's all I want, and I'm a happy boy. Matter of fact, the first iPhone was released to the public in June in 2007. How many people are still loyal to that little damn phone today? Brooks Running Shoes, lots of great names out there. Brooks Running Shoes made my feet feel good during a run. I've tried all the other big names. Eh, they're okay. They were good. This feels good. And then I found the, the fit, the, the right style for me with Brooks. And Brooks just worked. I like their style. They have some great promotions. The fit is right. Why am I ever going to change? Wawa coffee? Well, for me, it just tastes right. Now, look, I'm not going to drive 10 miles out of my way uh, you know, to get Wawa coffee, but I'll walk two blocks for that coffee. And if I have my choices, like I said before, there's, you know, different uh, coffee places in each corner. I'm going to pick Wawa. It's my preference. Hmm. Remember that word preference from about five minutes ago? Some people take brand loyalty. Yeah. How can I put this? Maybe a little far. Let's, let's talk about George Riger. George Riger. Riger? Riger. He's a Disney fan. I mean, there's a lot of Disney fans, but George, uh, you know, George takes it a little bit further. 85% of his body is covered with tattoos of Disney characters. Matter of fact, he even got Disney to give him permission to do it. He makes no money from it. 
Uh, it's just his undying love for Disney, 85% of his body. I wonder where he has Dumbo. Hmm. Oh, there's also Michael Fontaine. Michael Fontaine. You know, he likes McDonald's. A lot of people like McDonald's, but maybe not like Michael. So much so that uh, Michael has 75,000, 75,000 pieces of McDonald's merchandise. You know, Happy Meal boxes and shirts and cups. He took uh, like a, a, an entire barn and turned it into a, a McDonald's throne because he just loves McDonald's. Oh, and then there's Penny Gold. I love Penny. You know, she likes Converse shoes. Yeah, she likes Converse. All 733 pair of Converse shoes that she has. Now, I thought I had too many pairs of Kohan shoes. Well, I probably do. But, you know, Penny, thank you. You made me feel uh, maybe just a little bit more normal. Speaking of McDonald's, you know, they brought back the McRib sandwich because customers pined for it. I love that word, pined. They asked for it. You had to bring it back. They listened to their customers. And the McRib, it comes back on the menu now, uh, once a year, something like that. Speaking of remembering brands, despite your love, sometimes these brands just kind of like go away. Yeah, I don't know. The product doesn't live up to expectations. Service doesn't keep up. There's somebody doing something better. Oh, come on. You know what happens. How many AOL CDs did you get in your lifetime to have you get internet access? AOL was the shit. It was the way you did things to get on the internet. AOL? Hello? Bueller? Hello? Gone. Any brand you've stopped using? Yeah, there are a few that kind of went away. Yeah, millennials. Yeah, you crazy kids. Do you remember Vine? Wow, six-second videos that everybody's going to watch over and over again. This is going to be fantastic. I used Vine. It was, Vine was a lot of fun. It's gone. It's just gone. Oh, you hear of TikTok now? What's going to be next? Any more? Yeah, there are a couple. Remember Sports Authority? Yeah, it's gone. Oldsmobile? Gone. Borders Books? Gone. Pier One? Gone. Mostly gone. Gone. Okay, Boomer. Tab? Chicklets? McCall's Magazine? All gone. Toys R Us? BHS? That's for the UK crowd. Blockbuster? Blockbuster? How many Friday nights did you spend in a blockbuster trying to pick out a movie before you picked up your Chinese food or pizza for a Friday night at home? Pay less shoes. You have anything in a size nine? Yeah, not really anymore. Speaking of Chinese food or local pizza places, are you loyal to one? Yeah, you probably are. Not five or six different places. You're loyal to one place. And when they go away, well, you've got a problem. It's a culinary crisis. So how do you lose customer loyalty? Well, per American Express, you really got two or three swings at the bat. Yes, you, you screw up two or three times with poor customer experiences. Chances are then at that point, you are just going to go eh, away. Goodbye. Ah, and that takes us full circle. That may be the reason why I leave that mobile phone carrier. You know, they've screwed me around two or three times. I'm just kind of like, you know, over it. You know, happy customers, they'll share their experiences with about 11 other people. Unhappy customers, they'll tell at least 15 people. And a certain percentage, well, there's a term in the marketing business that says that's, uh, how can I put this? You've got some customers who are going to go batshit crazy to ensure the world knows how shitty your brand really is. You know, Bill Gates once said that unhappy customers, well, they could be the greatest source of learning. Yeah, you know, it was probably true 30 years ago. Today, with social media, 
It's nothing but pain with a capital P. You know, when it comes down to it, the difference between good and excellent, it's the details. How well does somebody take care of the small details that mean a lot to you? You know, one of my favorite marketing lines, in, in your brand's storytelling, you have to make the customer the hero. And they'll be loyal forever. Any questions? And for those of you who say there's no such thing as a stupid question, well, I guess you've never worked in customer service, have you? If you understand English, press 1. If you don't understand English, press 2. <laughs> How many times have you heard things like that? That takes you to the end of the phone tree, which also takes us to the end of this episode about the brands we love and use every day on Street Curb Curiosity. <laughs>